Hi, it's Sunny. And this week on Cherry Conversations, we're going to do a throwback to when our Cherry Conversations were called Jesus Plus Life. They were called Jesus Plus Life because I wrote a book called Jesus Plus Life. I'm writing a new book and the subjects we talk about in this throwback episode really are the things that make my heart beat. In fact, many of these will be in my new book. Things like how to find the things that stir your affection for Jesus, setting your priorities, finding your five priorities. We talk about marriage. We talk about friendship. You know, the things you talk about with friends. So Abby and Casey and I have a lot of fun, a lot of giggles. I mean, Abby talks about one of the things that stirs her affection for Jesus is running. Casey and I are like, what? Are you kidding me? It's just really great. Let's get right into this week's conversation. So there's something that you talk about that has been a huge impact to to me mm-hmm. and to a lot of people. And it's what I feel like it's like that first domino that then just triggers a lot of a lot of different things in our Jesus journey. And it's the whole what stirs and robs your affection concept. So can you talk about that? Like how did that come to you and how do you apply that? Well, it came to me by my wonderful husband, Sean. <laughs> and I said, I'm taking that. It was a sermon. And I went, oh, that's so good. And and who knows where he may have heard it, but it's something we've grabbed a hold of. Uh, not something we probably created, but we grabbed a hold of because it made sense. It was that we probably lived a decade or two doing things that didn't bring us closer to Jesus without knowing it. And then we did a decade of life doing things that robbed us and made us just worse off. And we never put two and two together. And so the whole concept is, what stirs my affection for Jesus, I need to do more of. So I now know that it's not selfish to say, I need some time on the porch, mm-hmm. not in the winter, because that's <laughs> my affection for Jesus. I want I want out of the cold if I'm outside. But, but on the porch in good months, I know that that's not selfish to say, hey guys, I'm gonna go on the porch. Even if maybe their idea of spending time together, and by they, I mean my kids or my husband, Maybe, hey, you want to watch a show? Because that's kind of a go-to. I know that I can watch a show, but it may just keep me neutral. Mm -hmm. And so there's times I just know I'm needing more of Jesus and I'm needing more stirred in me, so I need more porch time. But then there's things that rob my affection, like, oh, I would love some Marco's pizza right now. (laughs) But we had pizza today. Let's be honest. A lot of it. A lot of it. And then when we were eating it, I was like, oh, you ready for the gluten, dairy, and sugar headache? And sure enough, got it. Got it an hour later, but I know that that just, Mm -hmm. and and that's like outsmarting myself. And I'm learning that that's a very spiritual thing to outsmart yourself, Mm -hmm. to know what you need to do to stir your affection for Jesus and know what you need to take away that you've been doing that actually robs your affection for Jesus. Mm -hmm. I think that is smart too. So when you know that something's going to rob your affection, like for example, the really amazing pizza, yeah. you know, like, you know, that will rob you of something, but at least you're prepared. Like you would know it's not a surprise that could right. really throw you for a Right. Like, why am I depressed? Yeah. Why do I feel <laughs> terrible? Yeah. Like we talked about it. Like, I know I'm going to feel mm-hmm. this way, but I'm not going to blame God because yeah. I've outsmarted myself to mm-hmm. know if I'm just stressed, 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 and then I'm only getting six hours of sleep and six hours of sleep. And well, I'm on purpose at this point because I have the knowledge robbing my affection for Jesus because I'm tired and cranky. So it is a wisdom that you put into practice Mm -hmm. so that you can stir your affection. Yeah, so when you're continually making decisions that rob, 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 
and you wonder why you're in a rut, you're like, okay, so I need to start doing those things that stir, stir, stir. Yeah. That's super good. Yeah. What What are things that stir your affection? Worship music, uh, not the radio, Christian music, let's just be clear, <laughs> it's a specific worship and it's a specific kind and it's specifically in my house, in my car, I want dead air. I want space. Mm -hmm. uh, unless I want to Marco Polo, you guys. Then it's fun. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, this is fun. It's girl talk. But I know the places that stir. So worship music in the right place. That would be yeah. in my home or on Sundays. I love that. Uh, a location, it's atmosphere. Uh, spending time with Jesus and reading my Bible, even though that's not always the easy step. I know mm -hmm. it will stir my affection. Good food that's classy and pretty and smells good and is multiple colors. Like I've learned it's that detailed. Mm -hmm. And a quality time with people I love. Yeah. Mm, that's so awesome. good. That's awesome. What about you, Casey? Oh, um, definitely worship music, um, sunshine. Like I could mm. just stand outside right now in the sun and be like, oh, it's so amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, Time with my my family. Um, ooh, time with my dogs. I I do love my you're dogs. You're that person. <laughs> and you're that I do love my yes, dogs. Yes, time. Yeah. Okay. Um, and like like traveling. I just have to be traveling far, but like going somewhere new. Mm. That's mm. fun. Like new experiences. That's super good. What about you? So, some somebody asked me mine actually the other day, and I'm like, my hair a little strange. So I really like organizing. Okay. Really, like I, when I can organize my house and move things around and rearrange and just kind of create a new ambiance, I'm all about that. Yes. Um, probably running just to clear my head. That always oh, gets me. For you. I got to my Rob's like, <laughs> working out so much. Just awesome. Just no, but, but running, um, organizing, music, dancing, being outside, bike rides with Jason. Um, yeah. Okay, you dancing. Five and Wait, let's go back to dancing. Tell me about dancing. Yeah. Like, like all by yourself? Well, I mean, sometimes <laughs> all by myself. But like, That's if awesome. I could do a chore, if somebody could teach me dance and I could do it. If I could take choreographed dance lessons That's all day. Oh, I'm I would love Let's it. go do it. I would love to. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Okay, Casey. <laughs> but I think this makes a good point. Everything we just said probably doesn't sound like super spiritual and like, oh, where do you find that yeah. in the word of God? Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to learn some like hip hop dancing <laughs> choreographed or some modern. Yes. Like, I'm not looking for worship dance. Wait, no, but <laughs> I agree. Let's go do some, some dancing and Zimba. I can be stirred. I think that this this speaks to that desire in people to have self-care yes. and this desire to like get better, but they're grasping for things mm -hmm. uh, or they're doing things not realizing that could tie back to Jesus if you realize yeah. that mm -hmm. as you get good, if you're healthy, then you're healthy for others. And Jesus is able to speak to you because you've kind of put down some walls because you're just feeling solid. You're feeling mm -hmm. good. So I love that so none of that sounded super religious, but all of it is very Jesus-centered. Yes. Oh, so good. Um, but when we talk about priorities, I think something that I've learned over being married for the years I've been married, um, and as I watch other married couples, is sometimes those priorities get out of whack a little bit, especially when you have kids. And a lot of times, mm -hmm. the priority of God, me, my spouse, and then my kids, when the kids come along, those priorities get flipped. Yeah. And I don't think it's done purposefully, I mm -hmm. think it's just by nature. Yeah. But when you know that here are my priorities, and even though I'm I'm adding the kids to that priority list, I'm not I'm not switching one out for another. Mm -hmm. Um 
And so I think that that happens a lot in marriages and that makes it really hard. Um, I know one thing that I have been taught or people whose marriages I really respect have told me is something to really focus on is we need to keep the mindset of dating our spouse mm, because so when we lose that perspective of dating our spouse, it just becomes um, like a routine. Yeah. Um, we yeah. miss out. I mean, when you think about dating, dating is fun. Yeah. You like prep for it. Like yeah. I get a new outfit or I get my hair done. Like that shouldn't change mm -hmm. because I'm married. It should still be something. And so um, how can you speak to the importance of that? Of, of dating your spouse, or do you have a different way of saying that in your marriage so um, to keep it? Yeah, to keep it at a at a, an important thing because yeah. you're right. We say that in our house too. Like, um, if my kids were to ask me to choose between my husband and my kids, my kids know that dad will win. My husband mm -hmm. will win, mm -hmm. and that's not a bad thing because you're right. When our marriages are solid, it's a benefit for our kids. Yeah. So how do you, what, how would you speak that in your language and why is that so important? Well, I've never thought of it, but as you were saying date, a word came to me and yeah. I'm glad it did. Cause then you asked, what would you all, how would you say that? <laughs> we need to impress our spouse. Yeah. And I think we quit yes. impressing our spouse. And I think dating can seem overwhelming. Like, well, we can't afford it now. Well, our kids go to bed at 7.30. When are we going to yeah. go on a date? Well, we don't live near parents or a babysitter. We can't afford a babysitter. Yeah. So dating can kind of become like that. Yeah, that works for you. Or, mm -hmm. and you just throw all that advice out yeah. the window. But if we could go, wait, I need to keep dating my spouse or I need to keep impressing my spouse. I love that. I will take That's off good. the jogging pants and the yoga <laughs> pants and put on jeans. Yeah. I will I will do my makeup and hair even if I have nowhere to go. Mm -hmm. And And I'm guilty of this. Like when I get home, Hair goes up and it's just like, sorry, like <laughs> sorry. I, you, this is the leftovers of the day. And and that's not what I would have done yes. if I were when I were, was dating oh, Sean. Sure. I went to freshen up and look better yes. because I'd see him later. Yes. And and when we lose that, we wonder, we really do, and we don't want to take the responsibility when our husband or our wife their their eyes start wondering mm -hmm. and they start to feel like maybe you don't love or respect them because yeah. you don't find mm -hmm. it necessary to impress them. Oh, I like that. I like that word a lot. Um, I heard someone say, maybe it was me. And after I said it, <laughs> after, it was yeah, the great thing. Like, it, was me. it wasn't a good thing. But after I said it, it, like, it was like a ha ha laughing. But after I said it, I'm like, oh, that is a terrible thing. Um, I said, uh, BJ had said, you know, you remember you used to do this. Remember you used to, you know, get a new outfit or you would do mm -hmm. this. And I said, well, those are the things I did to get married. I'm married now. And <laughs> but like after I said, like, oh, that is so bad because you're right. Like, why would my spouse feel valued? Um, why would I decide to stop being the person I was? Um, you know, so that I love the word impress. Yeah, yes, hey, that's so good. good. This just did. Yeah, that's, that's word impress. Yeah, and I, I think, think if you good. have a healthy marriage, I mean, you're you know one another. Not like I don't expect BJ to be dressed up and stay in his shoes all day. night. Yeah, <laughs> get you know, your on. <laughs> like I mean, there's a reality yeah. to it. But so if you have a good enough marriage and you communicate well enough, you know that there are days that a ponytail and yoga pants are just gonna be what I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But if you are um, intentional about impressing your spouse, that's notice, and that makes them feel important. It would make me feel important. Yeah. yeah. You know. So. I started wearing tennis shoes. 
Well, now I like wearing them a lot, but I would never wear tennis shoes for years. And Sean loves tennis shoes. If anybody knows him, he likes Jordans, he likes yeah. Nikes. He now likes some other brands, like Adidas <laughs> and Under Armour. And uh, I noticed that on our date days, or we'd go to Milwaukee, or we just, I knew we were gonna spend time mm -hmm. together. I noticed I'd put on tennis shoes. And it was this, I didn't realize what I was doing, but then I noticed he would say, I like your outfit. Well, it was about the shoes, but then it was like the next time it made me want to put on tennis shoes. Yeah. And it was this subconscious thing yes. I didn't know was happening. Yeah. And I think that's the point. It's that, yeah. oh, she mm -hmm. did. And he would say, I think you did that for me. <laughs> okay, that's enough. Yeah. Right? As long as, if they think that, we want them yeah. to yes. think that. Yes. Yeah. I heard somebody say um, early on in our, in our dating slash like engagement period, somebody told us to, vacation yearly, retreat monthly, and date weekly. Mm. Oh, that's so that's good. And so that's like something that's kind of been, that's yeah. like stuck with me. No, sometimes weeks get crazy, but we, we do try to find yeah. some, and I feel like with date, like sometimes I feel like it has to be out of the house. Yeah. I, because I feel like if you don't escape sure. the house, you just, you just sit and yeah. do this, same the routine. same thing. Mm -hmm. I feel yes. like friends as an adult and friends as a young adult or as a kid, it's just so different. Yes. And sometimes we, I think, think in our heads that the friendships and the type of friendships that we had as, um, you know, kids or even young adults, that that's what friendship should look like, where you're always with each other, yeah. and every weekend it's riding bikes, out, <laughs> yes. riding bikes, and like you know sleepovers and on the phone know. all the time, yes. on the phone constantly. Yes. And when and you know with with time and with maturity, that just starts to change. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you feel like as an adult that friendship should you know can look like um, as we change and as we grow? Like I know I have. So people that I would call my really good friends and they would call me the really good friends, but we don't see each other, but maybe once a month. But I yeah. think it's where your, what is your friendship rooted in? Like I, I don't, my identity isn't built on my friend. Our identity is, yeah. you know, we, sh we do share the Jesus thing. Mm -hmm. um, and we have very, I feel like because we're confident in the lives we live and we our families that I don't mm -hmm. feel um, insecure that I don't talk to that person all the yeah. time every day. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, but I do think that gets misconstrued sometimes. Like some adults feel like, well, if I don't see them all the time, or if I don't, yes. if they didn't meet me for coffee every week, something must be wrong. Right. Or maybe we're not good friends, but that's yes. not always true. Yeah. There's and that those, pressure. Go ahead. Yeah. There's like, there's sometimes that pressure to, to feel like you have to be what you see you know, on social media with people oh, yeah. posting and they're going on trips and they're yeah. like going out to dinner all the mm -hmm. time. And you're like, I'm here yeah. with um, my cat. Yeah. You know, well, and dinner. it is that comparison because yeah. I would agree if I see all of the girls standing in line with their knees bent and they're all in a row <laughs> and they all look just like they had the time of their life and they're in dresses and all mm -hmm. that. And it's seven o'clock on a Wednesday night. I'm like, oh, Jealous, Christian jealous. <laughs> but I'm actually not when yeah. I really think about it. I'd actually rather be in my yoga pants with my hair up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not impressing my husband on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Like that reality is, oh, probably if I had to dress up and go there as an adult with a life and kids mm -hmm. and a, yeah. a marriage, I'd probably be like, oh, I don't really feel like doing something tonight in the middle of the week. But when we just are looking at that 
picture, mm-hmm. we even fool ourselves to think we're wanting and desiring yeah. that. Yeah. And I think that the solid friendships, like you said, are the ones you're not having to keep up with each other or how yeah. much is she giving mm-hmm. me and how much am I giving her true friends? It's like, man, we can see each other after two months and we left off. Yeah. We started yeah. where we left off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's super good. And friendships are important. Like when we talk with the priorities, they are like down here because there's other things we have to take care of yeah. first. Mm-hmm. Um, but friendships are important to have in our lives. Yes. But what kind of friends should we be looking to spend our time with? Like, mm-hmm. what are good qualities or characteristics of a friend? Because that's like a that's yeah. an important title to have when you call someone your friend. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that we're surrounded by people that probably, I mean, surrounded every day everywhere we go by people who aren't yet there on their Jesus journey. So if I'm invested and being invested in by someone, I want them to be where I'm at on the Jesus journey, or I'll even take it there ahead of me. And I'm like running to keep up because I want to be more like Jesus like them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or they're just a few steps behind where we still can like talk at this level of here and of Uh, the same kind of expectations of our Jesus journey. So because we can be surrounded by all kinds of people, I'd rather say my friends have these core values, so they're going to push me to be better. Mm -hmm. How how would you suggest really developing that daily Bible habit? And is it really valuable to do a daily habit or like, would you do a weekly? I mean, how do we best kind of dive into the word? So I'm outsmarting myself, (laughs) word of the day, by having my YouVersion app text me or email me. I have it email Mm. me because I tend to check work emails and sometimes text, if I open it, it goes away. But my my emails are all together and so I have my verse of the day email me. Mm -hmm. So I know I'm getting a verse a day. Right now I'm getting a Proverbs a day. I love that, it's accountability. But say on a normal week, my goal is three days a week, I read my Bible and I prayer journal. Just mm-hmm. like my goal would be I work out three days a week. Because anytime I've tried to work out five to seven days a week, it doesn't work. By January 12th, I give yeah. up, I yes. stink, and you quit. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I don't want that to happen so with the Bible. I think if we yeah. would set realistic yeah. expectations that three days a week, because I have a day off, I could use Sunday afternoon if I didn't get it in the rest of the time. And I could, I mean, sometimes it's Saturday morning. It's not like I only have to do yeah. during the work week. I need an hour before yeah. work. Mm-hmm. For me, I just probably won't get up earlier. I've learned that. So when mm-hmm. I get up, do I have time certain days of the week mm-hmm. and get at least three in? And then I am opening up my Bible. Uh, I like books, but I don't think books should replace the Bible. And right. I think mm-hmm. that start, started to happen. Yeah. We go, well, she's a Christian author, or we've heard she might be Christian and we replace her with the Word of God. I think we can have companion books or we can have an author plus we have the Bible. Mm -hmm. And then prayer journaling. I think if we're not processing it out loud or on paper, then it is just going in, but is it going in, doing this and coming out? So good. Awesome. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cheery Conversations. You can be a part of the conversation. Leave us a one minute voicemail at the link found in the show notes and send us your thoughts. You might hear your voice on a future episode. You can also connect with Sunny and her guests by going to SunnyHennessy.com. If this episode helped you in any way, please let us know and then share it with your friends, family, neighbors, and whoever. Word of mouth is the best way for people to find out about this podcast. It would also be really helpful if you leave a rating or a review wherever you're listening. See you next week.